welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. Rob, the old guy. <laughs> Had my intro in there. See, I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to fix that, that, that glitch. And James, the fat man, Stevens. Hello. And uh, welcome to the low energy edition. So if you hear us right. slow down, I promise it's not the needle on your record. You just, you know, just it's not like the old days where you can set it to 33 or 45. No, this is just us being. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting that you talk about speeds and difference in speeds. I, I listen to a lot of old time radio shows and all of them have been pretty much downloaded from the Internet. And it's pretty funny listening to the different recording speeds. It's like nobody ever set. The, the like the last turntable I really had it was really cool. It started up. It had it had a wrist add on it that you could adjust the speeds on. And around the dish were dots, and you would look at a mirror. And when the, you got the dots so that they weren't drifting, they were absolutely fixed. Then That's, you knew you were at the absolute perfect speed. And so you know you just had to make sure that you got you got the speed absolutely right. That there isn't drift from the belt stretching or whatever. It I may think be. my my Technics so. actually has those dots around the yeah. A lot of them came that way, and the, a lot of the higher-end uh, vinyl players, <laughs> record players for those out there to understand the <clears> term, uh, had them. And so it's funny, you listen to some of these old-time radio shows, and you could tell that they, they just don't have the speeds right, because sometimes the people's voices are really high when they're doing the stores. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite one is when you can hear people talking in the background, and you're like, man, I really hope this is from, the, you know, when it was... When it was new, because there's a couple out there I've listened to. Um, by the way, if y'all want to get into old time radio, check out Internet Archive. Internet Wayback Machine has a whole slew of them, and there's other places to get them. Yeah, there's a number of online places, and they're they're all free to download. I mean, you can go to the pay sites too if you want, and some of those are actually digitally corrected and a little yeah. bit better. So, you know, but it's just funny. I um, like kind of the funk. <laughs> like you talk about funk, like some of my Disney collection, like, yes, I'm, I'm one of those. Um, by the way, it's the reason I actually look for vinyl records is because of that hiss and pop, um, <clears throat> which my son added to that on my, on my days of future past album by the Moody Blues as I, as, as he decided, Oh, the needle's going to be good across the record. No, that's, he's trying to zip in like those, those guys that are going, ee, 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 ee. yeah, before he knows of them. So I I, I, That's right. I I keep track of a, a certain um, <coughs> uh, I keep track of eBay to to just see if there's anything of like stuff that I'm interested. In. I I kind of correct the paraphernalia of Disney, like paperwork stuff like that, stuff that you keep in a drawer. Um, which by the way, I wanted I wanted to ask you, me? is there anything from okay. like thirty fifty years ago that you have in a drawer that you somehow keep? I have stuff from nineteen sixty nine that somebody kept track of. I would have never done that. I, I don't do that. Oh uh, no, I I definitely have stuff that goes back. I mean, I you know, I probably have underwear. It's older than most of the listeners. <laughs> I'm, su I'm surprised. Uh, that, you're, you're, I'm know, su I'm you're probably right, considering <laughs> that you know. Uh, what was it? 9-11 was just like 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. I'm talking to people that, you know, weren't even born or were like toddler age yep. at that time. And I'm yeah. like, good God. No, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it happens. I think we all, you know, but especially like, I've been in my house since 1982. 
Well, so here's. So I mean, okay, ninety uh, in ninety three we did a remodel, <laughs> so I might have cleared stuff out then. So I have stuff that's from ninety three. So here's here's one of the items I'm talking about. One, I got a parking ticket. Parking ticket. Basically, it's a thing. It's a little ticket that has numbers and letters, basically, so you can remind yourself when you park, like A36. Oh, okay. Not an actual ticket from a law, yeah. a law enforcement officer. It's a, Disney, it's a Disney parking pass. Oh, a Disney pass. Okay. And the other thing is I have a, a, a book a book it's a small magazine disney made for hotels surrounding disneyland like the the, the stuff that you would never think that anybody would keep up i have some of the stuff because i just think it's neat it just surprised me that anybody keep would keep track of it hmm. you know you bring up a good point because most of that stuff is disposable you got it you threw it away the next day or whatever yeah. or littered the bottom of your you know floorboards of your car or whatever it may have been. And you just, you know, you didn't keep it. So it is kind of unique that some of the stuff, and I was watching a, I'm not going to name them because I don't really want to give them any press, but it's a show about antiques and collecting stuff. And they were, they were talking about paper products and advertising <laughs> things that uh, were never meant to be kept. Uh, and they um, they show up and there's some really amazing values in some of the stuff that, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old. That you know, it was either pristine or kept whatever, and there's value in that stuff now. I, I have some of the stuff in a display, and my favorite one is just because it's so wacky. It's it's orange and black, and it has airport coach services in Disneyland, Anaheim to Bena Park. It's basically a bus schedule from LAX. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know. It just it's it surprises me that any of this our po us poor folk took the bus <laughs> um, that would survive. And you, you talk about collection. I have been scouring the belly. Scouring. You've the, been looking for the underbelly the, of Oh no, not the underbelly. Of um of of eBay. Just looking for, for stuff that or little paperwork or things of Disney stuff that I can Man. that, that piques my interest. So I found some stuff that piques my interest. Um A, I would never do it. B, my wife would probably be wondering why I bought this. Like a phone from the Grand Meridian Hotel. Hmm. A legitimate like desk phone. Like in a hotel. Dial? Yeah, it's it's a touch. You know those touch rotary. No touch. No, tile. it's a touch. That's not old yeah. enough. Got to make it rotary. No. Like, Jeez, like it's one of those like little, <laughs> but but it's like the one of the ones that belong in the hotel room. What's so special about that? It says Disney on it. Oh, okay, I, I got I found, it. I, I found uh, ones right. from multiple that um, like here's one right now. Disney Parks Disneyland Hotel Lobby Furniture Fabric, fifty five inches by fifty seven inches, and it's rare. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand. And by the way, I think it's kind of neat that somehow you got a hold of it. But I, I what do you? I, 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 yeah, right. I'm confused. Right, you go what? Because yeah, the I first thing it's going to happen is I tell my wife, it's like, hey, guess what? I spent $150 on used fabric that belonged to the Disney Hotel. Probably has the original stains on it, too. Yeah. It, you know, she's going to tell you. Uh, tell them, you know, <laughs> leave them a note and say black like that, would you? And right. then I might be interested. Well, you know, she's going to tell me. It's like, so where, what exactly are you going to do with this? Which was, yeah. was my first thought when I saw it. Um, some of the cool stuff, like, if, if I was really into Disney or had a, a kid that was really into Disney, they did have this, it's like $300. One of, it's a, a headboard, the thing that goes on the wall. It was actually from a hotel room, and it's a lit backlit with Disney characters, and it's kind of neat, but it's actually from a Disney hotel room. Hmm. But still, I don't, I don't get it. But hey, you know, people collect weird <laughs> stuff. Me. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. People do collect some very odd stuff, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to talk about odd stuff, we could talk about Howard Hughes. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. He collected some really weird shit. Like but... toenails, urine. <laughs> urine. Yeah, toenails, tissue boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Howard kind I of mean, took too many plane crashes to his head. Well, I, I, it doesn't help. Honest. It doesn't help that the government was trying to go after him for so many years. Well, there was that too. But yeah, even <laughs> something to do. Um, so I found an interesting way to slowly commit suicide. <laughs> so um, the researchers from the University of Michigan uh, School of Public Health and the Department of Environmental Health Services published new findings that for each hot dog you eat, just one hot dog, normal size, not like the big-ass ones, you know, takes 35 minutes off your life. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that article. (laughs) So they have a study of over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet that slowly basically kill you so so joey chestnut and kobayashi are basically they would have been immortal if they hadn't been like the world hot dog eating champions (laughs) probably yeah there's uh some that range from 74 minutes to 80 minutes per serving jeez yeah I want to know, how, how do they know this? I mean, That's what I want to know, you know, too. Did they find somebody who's on their deathbed and said, yeah. here, eat this hot dog? Yeah, either that or, can you tell me how many hot dogs you've eaten in your life? Yeah, can you estimate mm, 1,000, 2,000? Oh, 3,000 hot dogs. Okay, well, that's obviously why you're dying. What? <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come on. You guys well, have better things yeah. to do. No, they don't. They're <laughs> scientists. Well, you know, you're right, because they probably, you know, trying to get a grant. You know, spend money and stuff. They go. I know, I know. Let's write this grant where if the person eats twenty thousand hot dogs in a year, he sh- he'll shorten his lifespan by five years. <gasps> How about that? Yeah, yeah. We'll have to prove it. So we got to go research it. <gasps> yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Let's well, do it. Let's the do interesting, it. the interesting yeah. thing about this article is they also brought in salted peanuts, baked <laughs> salmon, and rice and beans and stuff like that. And yeah. Things yeah. as grains, and those still decrease your life by 10 to 15 minutes. No. So even if you eat, <laughs> I guess, healthy shit versus unhealthy shit, guess what? You're still going to die. Well, here's the weird thing. <laughs> but I don't rice, get rice, rice isn't considered super healthy unless it's actually brown rice. Well, back to the sprouted browns. And, 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 and if you talk that. about um, beans, some beans aren't. It's, it's, it's a guy who had to completely change his diet practically overnight. I've read way too much about this. Um, and they also say far as like, basically you want complex carbs. So I guess my question is, did they, do they break it down? Like the, the, the car, like into the science of it, like the carbohydrates versus simple complex, you know, simple carbs, et cetera. I don't know. James is the expert. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't sit there and dig through the whole. I would just uh, study because that's what you'd have to do is look at the study of it. But I'm sure, you know, the, the point I look at all this crap is just like, you know, you're going to die anyways. Yeah, you shouldn't be sitting there like trying to commit suicide or, you know, become like morbidly obese. But eat what you want, but have some goddamn control. 
I want to be like that that's 100 and, Oh, that's true. I want to be like that 110-year-old <clears throat> lady who still smokes, drinks a fifth of vodka a day and eat, you know. I want to be like that woman who did that for the well, entire life. Well, you know, that speaks entirely of genetics well, John, because th- there are some people that are going to yeah, be predisposed just to live to 100 anyway. Well, that, 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 and, with, that with my genetics, that's not it. I'm already having issues. Hey, you got longevity on one side of your genetics. Very big longevity. <laughs> so what are you talking about? <coughs> the other side. Um, <coughs> I wanted to try to have a conversation. Good cover, John. Good cover. <laughs> I, I wanted to have a conversation about something, but I don't know... <coughs> I don't know if it's completely possible, but I've been thinking about, <coughs> excuse me, if anybody here heard. Well, it's a noisy show today. Somebody right? crinkling papers, you coughing away. So What's th- going on? Well, this, is, <laughs> this is the low energy show. Jeez, no kidding. Um, if you we apologize it- to anybody listening, finding how poor this quality of sound is, especially <laughs> since we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars building a studio and top end mics and recording equipment. <laughs> If anybody's been paying attention to no, huh? <coughs> Joe Rogan. Oh, God. No. Not him. Nope. Um, no, the, the thing I find it interesting. You're giving him a plug, too. Yeah. Damn. I wanted to talk about kind yeah. of, because he was, he, was he was the biggest. So basically, I want to talk about the coverage of COVID, not the, the disease itself or whatever, virus. But I, I find it fascinating on how the coverage of COVID is almost completely broken down on party lines. To some, to some degree, um, like one side is completely uh, is like vax is the only way to go, and and they'll and the side is so extreme they want to stop you in working. I've seen online discussions that says if you're not vaccinated, the state is, should be required to take your children from you. To you can't travel. To you'll be you know to you they should strap you down, force you to take it, and give you a fine for their trouble. Like all sorts of crazy stuff. And the other side is is you know all the way from anti-vaccine to the vaccine works but joe rogan's taking ivermectin a human version of ivermectin and did all this stuff and was fine within a week to so i find it interesting how yeah, this but joe rogan didn't have any side side <laughs> fixing you know it, it well that's well no, no, right. this is all right move well, on this is this is part of my like the, the thing Old so he's getting mad and this, this was part of my thing. It's like, the question is, how severe were the symptoms? Because if you saw, he has actually talked about that he was, how bad his symptoms were. Um, the other question is his age, is in his 50s. The other question is health issues. For him, he's extremely healthy. So I, there, there's all these questions that you, you don't, you kind of hear it broken down depending on who you listen to on what COVID reacts to, what it doesn't. Sometimes it seems random, other times it's not. So I just, I, I find it interesting how this is completely, it's it's political and it's super political. Up until the point, my favorite one was Donald Trump. Uh, the, the Tangerine Tornado even said, uh, how come all these Democrats are taking the, vac- the, the my vaccine? All of a sudden you guys are for it. And usually I find Trump annoying at best. But that was the, that was probably the, the 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 to the point thing I've heard on a political level because Maxine Waters and the other Democrats were saying I will never take him almost like this was some sort of Hitler esque plan to get rid of the Jews, the level of rhetoric they were speaking. So I cannot wait for ten, twenty to thirty years from now to actually read the history of this. 
because this has been the most fascinating, one of the most fascinating things I've seen in my life when you talk about just the coverage and how it's handled. So if we go beyond, if we go beyond just what happens with COVID and what, you know, and the vaccine, if we go beyond that and we look at, you know, I, I haven't had a chance to look back in history and see if there was any kind of mandates put down for, like the polio vaccine, and smallpox, and the, the tuberculosis. The and, 1918 one, I've seen pictures, and I have no idea if it's actually true. So mileage may vary of signs that say, no, spitting, masks save lives, you know, oh, of, no, I, of, I, of, of stuff like that. Right. No, but there was that, but there was no governmental mandate. And that's what I'm looking at. And. So as much as I'm for the vaccine, and I, I've taken the vaccine, and I feel much better for it because, you know, as a senior, I may be more susceptible to it. I don't know. But but the po- point, I guess, what bothers me is the discussion needs to be made is the mandate. Is, is the government, is that their job to go out and mandate certain things that you must absolutely take this if you want to work for the federal government you must take the vaccine if you want to work in the white house you must take vaccine if you want to be in the military you must right but the military's always been the case i've heard stories from guys at vietnam where oh, the yeah. line with those air guns getting stuff blasted on them and oh yeah and you know so no 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 and, and that's true because once you're you're in whatever military branch and you get inducted to it whatever you want to do either you volunteered or conscripted uh, yeah, you're at their mercy. You're going to take whatever it is yeah. they tell you you want to take. But but yeah. I guess my point is, and, and maybe the military isn't right. I shouldn't be bringing the military up. But all these other these other entities that we're talking about is the argument should be let's let's have a instead of an argument let's have a discussion as to are we set up as a country to mandate a vaccine. And is it, and is everything that we're doing, is it for the betterment of the good? So is it always for the betterment of the many versus the betterment of the, the, the least, shall we say, trying to play on that, that so, term. So that, and, and so there's where I'm kind of going, yeah, okay, I, you know, I have a little problem when we're told that we have to absolutely, I'll stop pounding on the mic stand, we absolutely oh. have to. Sound <laughs> to like a certain take, Italian idea. Yeah, I know, huh? To take something you must take it you have to take it if you're going to even be out in society you will take this medication because it's good for you it it, it bothers me a little bit to a degree is like i said as much as i am pro-vaccine it's my choice (coughs) now if somebody else doesn't want to uh, i think we're already seeing situations where unless you have a vaccination card you can't go in certain restaurants you can't go on airplanes but this you can't is... go and that's an independent company saying i'm sorry our policy has decided that unless you have been vaccinated you can't come into our restaurant or you can't go to our movie theater you is... can't go. they're all private entities well this was part of the discussion i was having with somebody and it's like it is kind of you pay to play there are instances where I do not like it and would fight against it, like airplanes, for example, when they say air travel right now is incredibly safe because the measures they've taken place to <coughs> to keep it. But if a restaurant says you got to have a card and all that, or, or you know, if you got to get tested weekly, I, I don't think, you know, it's one or the other. I don't like mandates. I don't like government forcing you to do anything. California forces you on practically the point of a gun to have car insurance. Oh, no, yeah. you, yeah, it, you're um, right. It, that is, that's absolutely mandated. You're going to own a, well, that yes. Is, you'll get in trouble. If you yes, don't. yes. <laughs> you can't, you have to have insurance. And so I don't, I think part of it 
for me, and, and James, I wish Ryan was here on this conversation, but he never picked up, was I believe there, there may be some constitutional issues here that, that will prove the us wrong or right, but I do believe, at least in America, there's a social, there's a social compact of free rights and free reign to to do as you please that if 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 i was anti or pro that that's my choice but my choice should not be enforced upon others and i think that's more of a social compact nowadays especially when you see with the american care act also known as obamacare and other things in states there are issues though i just read in new york uh because of this vaccine mandate an entire um childbirthing wing i don't remember the actual name apparently just walked out they canceled births i don't know how you technically cancel birth sorry ma'am you're not allowed it to was a birth. maternity ward that's it maternity ward. yeah in in one particular hospital and the, all the staff just got up and walked out now i couldn't find the exact reason i don't know if it was over a mandate or not i can't believe all the doctors and nurses are all against it. i know that there are going to be some but the closed down a complete maternity <laughs> ward, I'm not sure. I think there's more behind that story. There, there has to be. But I, I've read a number of stories about where doctors don't want the vaccines. And this is another part that I find interesting as part of the discussion is, and and I'm, 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 I'm pro-vaccine. So, but the, the interesting thing is you reading, I've been listening and reading, trying to figure everything out. And somebody said the issue with the vaccine they have is it's targeted to a specific variant. And and the, the other issue was is is the the government releasing mask mandates and you said you can't do that you can even if you're even if you you're you're vaccinated you can still get the virus you may not get it as bad but you can still spread it to other people which by the way even if like say if you say if you an eighty year old gentleman and you around him you had COVID you can still kill that person so I, this this guy listed all these things and he said the issue the issue he has with the vaccines besides the fact the government's refusing to even look at alternative medicines that some doctors have had really good cases uh, of fixing early on is the fact is this false sense of security that it actually will save you. And he said, it's, it's, it's a higher chance that you won't die from it, but he said, it's not certain. And well, that, that was the part that I thought was interesting. <sighs> and the other part is this is a sidebar is how the rest of the world is now fighting against the lockdowns. And like apparently France is having a, another night, a nightmare, but apparently it doesn't take much the French to, to get the French to riot. <laughs> so. That's probably true. Just don't give them bread. <laughs> Let them eat cake. Or don't ask for water in a, in a cafe. Yeah, well, I think Marie meant that it was a baguette. Let them eat baguettes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I so, you know, I, I don't think, look, if you believe the vaccine is going to be a magic bullet against everything variant COVID, it's not going to happen. But, uh, I, and I think they've said that um, from, from the government, they've come out and said, but it gives you a better chance yes. of surviving it. But this and is the way the news is covering it. Like this, this is this is kind of like the the news. And if you listen to some things that Fauci, that's the part that I'm fascinated most about. Because you're right, the governments give the numbers, but if you pay attention to the narrative in the media, they're weaving this. It's the magic pill, and I find it fascinating because I don't remember any time in my life where the media is just outright lying. There's a higher chance of you survival if, but I think it's also which media you listen to. I mean, let's face it. We've got media on both That's sides true. of the fences. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have media sure. on both sides of the fences. Gosh, 
We're all going on like today with CNN, MSNBC, yeah, Fox I mean, News. you have also from Epic Times to all the way to whatever rabid other side you want to mention. You know, it's 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 just the way the it goes and whatever. I mean, I just this whole thing's crazy. All right, I'm going to change. I'm going to get yeah. off of COVID. I think we've, we're COVID. <laughs> we're COVID dead here, aren't we? I mean, it's enough. Oh, no well, there pun was, intended. There was there's one. I just wanted to bring up one. <clears throat> other thing all right we're not done with COVID. no just just one thing i'm just i'm just going to bring it up because <laughs> i think it's interesting is the place i think if anybody i think that the key to all this is going to be israel and i think that's going to be the most interesting case coming up is because they're almost like 90 percent vaccinated and they're still having icus full of people so i think it doesn't I think, take much you're a small country small hospitals oh yeah. Doesn't so, take much so to fill them up. I, I still think that the test case for any of and all of this, especially when it comes to COVID, is is that. I'll Andrew tell you Pan. what. Report back to us next week. No, I'm <laughs> Let just us saying, know what you decide. <laughs> no, I'm just just. And saying, we'll debate it. Those are the two I think people should pay yeah. attention. Okay. to. Okay. Good. Good. I think Bob's well, done with it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm just because you can't turn on a TV, you can't listen to your XM radio, you can't listen to anything without it being front and center. I don't, And I understand it. It's just I'm getting fatigued from it. So here's a, here's an additional question. How oh, much news do you listen to? How much yeah. news, do you, news do you listen to? Is I think that James a, is right. Uh, well, all right. So the depends on what day of the week it is. Sometimes I have whatever it may be on 24 and 7. So, sometimes I don't. I mean, sometimes I reach a level of I've had too much of it. I'm done with it. I'll go listen to an old time, old time radio so show. So between 0 and 10, 0 being I don't watch any, to, to 10, I'm, I'm overdosing. Where are you? On, on like a daily basis. Six. James? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, but no, on, on a 0 to 10 scale. He doesn't care. Are you a 0? He doesn't listen. <laughs> Negative five. Negative five. So I'm at maybe a two. Yeah, so right. this is this is the thing that the reason I'm so asking. So you want to come on the show and talk about shit that I've listened to all day long and I'm tired of it. No, I just talked about well, a little bit. But <laughs> I got it. The, the difference is the I fact understand. that I, 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 in the beginning, actually, what turned me off in the news. Wait a minute. Wait was, a minute. This is. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. So I, no, I, I said, don't want to talk about well, it. No, this oh, is. Oh, wait a minute. This is uh, Mad Trio. Trio podcast. I was saying, what, what really turned me <laughs> off the news was like year year one into a three-year election of Donald Trump. And so like I, I really tuned. That's why like I really turned tuned out the news and I'm very selective. So I just I was just curious on because that's another thing is there's news burnout because everybody's tired of having to go to six sources to figure out what is the right one i'll tell you the other news burnout i'm tired of this is freaking california recall for governor you can't watch anything without 30 ads yeah. from everybody and i gotta tell you i i knew that the democrats were worried about possibly and i don't believe that the recall is going to work just so everybody knows and we'll find out next week they'll come and go rob you were wrong or rob you were right that I, I think uh, Governor Newsom is going to hold onto the seat. However, and I'll tell you why I feel the Democrats are worried about him holding on to the seat. One is well, the way California goes, they think that the rest of the, the, the country is going to go for whatever reason. So they're freaking out. So we had Joe Biden here today in Sacramento flying over what they said. Oh, they're going to go over the Calder fire, which would take him in his, his 747 all of mm, two minutes to, to do a big circle around. And, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm kind of going, and he's stumping for, for Newsom. And so we've had 
the vice president here. We've had senators, Elizabeth wait, Warren wait, wait, wait. here. Time out. President. Biden is president, not vice president. I said, we've had the vice president here, Harris. Listen to what I'm saying. Watch my lips. Oh, this is radio. But it's okay. My, my well, point is, my no, point. I can watch your lips. I can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, you're not in the studio. But the point is, I'm having is that I knew they're all freaking out when you've got all these, you know, top level. Oh, Obama, Obama. Obama's been running ad after ad after ad. And, and, and you know, I, I love this. It's called the Republican recall. No, it's not that. It's people of all groups unhappy with the way this this particular governor is running the state. And so I think it's more than that. But I, it just gets, after a while, talking about fatigue, I'm fatigued. I can't wait until tomorrow. it's over tomorrow, one way or the other. I don't even care anymore at this point. I'm just done with it. You know what the sad part is? In, in another six months, we're going to see, you know, people running for governor starting to come up again since the election is in the cycle of 2022. That's the sad part. Anyway, enough of me ranting on that one. I've got something else that's probably more fun. No, I'm, 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 just, I'm just amused that all of a sudden, you know, it, this whole thing is, is fascinating to me, especially California politics. And I actually think the way the California goes, the way the nation, because Californians seem to be fleeing California yeah, like and infecting a, all the other states. Yeah, yeah. It's, so yeah, all the other states are sick of us. Yeah, this is why I if, almost don't blame them. This is why if I ever move, I'm just not saying I'm from California. Where, yeah, are, you, don't do where that. are you from? I'm from out west because it follows you forever. Yeah. Well, actually, my no, sister-in-law has been in Washington State for forty years, and she she tries to tell me that she 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 was born in Ojai, California, and lived here until oh, after high school. And she's trying to say she's not a Californian. I had to remind her where she was born. See, the, the benefit. See, she ruined Washington as far the, as I'm concerned. The, the benefit, if, you, if you're a conservative, <laughs> is I live in the one of the most conservative parts of California. So hmm. at least there's that. Um, well, yeah, we can we can actually talk about both sides of a subject and not worrying about being burned at the stake. If you go down to Santa Monica, where I was born and raised, you talk like I talk now. I probably would be burned at the stake. Which, by the way, is hilarious from a guy whose generation was known for had talking and then wanting to have open conversations. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's fine when you're 16, 17 years old to think everything's utopian and it's great, you know, rainbows and roses. But no, you get older. It's like I used to joke about the fact that a Republican is just a Democrat that was mugged. <laughs> so, oh. That's the way I always talked about it. But oh, I, anyway. I, I did want to bring up an uh -oh. interesting article. Like, it's too long to read, but I wanted everybody to check it out because it was super fascinating. Um, it's by route routers, routers, whatever you call routers. it. It's hands off patrol base. It's called that the articles hands off patrol after Floyd, after Floyd's killing the Minneapolis police retreat data show. So it's mm. an interesting, basically a year or two after the fact showing what's actually happened, like the way the police reacted by the numbers and breakdown. It's super interesting. If you guys are curious about it, yeah, um, that'd be an interesting read as long as it's open-minded. It seems to basically, okay. it seems <clears throat> to be about <clears throat> the noticeable <clears throat> decrease of law enforcement. Like, before and it says okay if the cops made this many stops percentage wise they made this the year after mm -hmm. and the noticeable decrease like the cops apparently used to make uh stop people if they did a traffic violation so they could search your car for guns so they went to the, ex the extreme of the opposite side um it's super interesting um <clears throat> if y'all didn't know this there's a, a a facebook page called interesting sht 
It's where we post a lot of our stories. Um, and this one's like the number one on there. I posted it today. It's an incredibly fascinating reaction. And one of the parts of the articles that talked about how a lot of cities, Sacramento, California, for example, um, because, uh, because of Floyd and the other gentleman's name is just completely escaping my mind. Trayvon Martin. Could be. Depends on what you're talking about. After, after all these, after the, these events happened, how cops just, you know, their, their reaction, what they did, their, the proactive policing slowed down. But he said, most of them have bounced back. Minneapolis however, didn't. They're missing. They're down 200 officers. Hmm. Like, they say now some cops actually take the long way around, hoping by the time they get there, the incident's over. Like all sorts of super interesting things. Um, so if you're interested in, in the result of some of these cases. You know, I, I, what will we hopefully the, do some reports on the, the different uh, crime sprees that may or may not be taking place now and how they're uh, reporting to those other <coughs> incidents and all that. So it'll be interesting to read that one. It does. So I look forward to it. It does talk about... Um, like shootings and other, it does talk about some shootings and other incidences where, well, citizens are actually talked about a, a noticeable increase. And if normal ever average citizens are noticed an increase, then what the actual rise of it is, is probably higher than the average so, Joe notices. Yeah. So the thing to look in this is, it, you know, how, how is the average citizen in that particular area? How do they feel for their safety? Are they afraid for their safety now? Are yeah. they taking the law in their own hands more now? Uh, what are they doing? It's super interesting. So okay. I, I want every, I, get a chance to read if you it. get it guys, if anybody out there gets a chance to read it, it's, it's super awesome and talk about super awesome. I want you to listen to this. Today's shows brought to you by audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O D D A S S I T Y.com. That's O D D A S S I T Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's audacity. The unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And this Justin got it from Miss Audacity herself. If you want 10% off your purchase, type in MADTRIO, all capitals, one word on their website when you order from Audacity themselves. And that is a code just for you. Well, that would be cool. Let everybody get out there and buy it. It's a fun so, game. Yep, so let me, uh, let me double check that. It should be 10% if I remember correctly, but now... Uh, do, 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 Maybe do, do, it's do. only 1% and they don't really care. Yeah. Yep, it's mad. It's mad trio, all one Sorry, word. Sorry, Melanie. Ten percent off your entire order through our website. Do us a favor. Check out a, a Audacity. They're an amazing group of folks. Um, great game. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. All right. So Steve Wozniak. Everybody know who he is? Co-founder of Apple. He's always the kind of you know everybody says what? There's somebody other he's, than Steve Jobs. He's the other yeah, Steve. I remember him. He's yeah. the other white man. He's the other Steve. So he has announced his own aerospace company. Do you think he's privateer gonna, space? You think his rocket's going to look like a giant schwanz like Bezos? Well, I mean, you know, they're all going to be long. <laughs> I guess. Don't ask me. I'm the wrong gender to be asking that. I mean, we could all. I, there's, there's, I've always thought that the uh, Amazon. Logo was a little <laughs> phallic all the time, anyway. So well, it fits considering Bezos is a dick. So yeah, I mean, it all fits. I guess fits his rocket, fits his logo. So you, you see, uh, you, may, you, you maybe not. You see all the memes of uh, of Bezos's rocket, Blue Origin. They were making like uh, they were making a lot of jokes <laughs> about uh, Viagra. Goes, and, yeah, Blue Origin. Yeah, uh, I get it. Ha ha ha. And the Schwanz rocket <laughs> doesn't surprise me, but so. Uh, Steve Wozniak has announced he's, he's going to have his own aerospace company called Privateer. It's T-E-E-R on it. That's why I'm pronouncing it that way. 
Privateer. Privateer to compete with. Uh, so it's like so it's like a southern Branson and Jeff Bezos and and of course SpaceX. Uh, um, SpaceX. Elon Musk. Yeah, I don't know if anybody can re- really compete with with SpaceX right now. They're really knocking it dead. I think right now they have a crew capsule and a uh, uh, what's the other capsule? It's the one that the cargo capsule. Yeah, both docked at the International Space Station at the same time. Try that, I, Jeff. I really like the way <laughs> Elon Musk does it, though. I love the fact that it's the good old fashioned launch, explode, figure it out, and do it over again. Absolutely. I it's so. I wish much, somebody would tell Elon to listen to this show because we love Elon here. <laughs> I just well, I love that way of innovating because it's 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 old school. It's the old school way of that's building. It's old school, new school. It's both ways. <clears throat> I mean, he's, you know, yeah. he, he gets down and dirty on stuff and let's figure it out and make it work. And sometimes it works, sometimes it explodes. Psh, big deal. Move on. Because I, I remember hearing a story during the <clears throat> space race with the, the, the Ruskies that would make fun of Americans because all the Americans' rockets blew up. Yet they never told you how many uh, uh, cosmonauts they killed in the process of trying to get them up in the air. Yeah. And we were very open about. There's a ton of photos of rockets just folding over like a uh, a piece of airplane, like a piece of paper, and exploding. Oh yeah, a lot of times they were just trying to fill them with liquid propellant, and <laughs> the aluminum was so thin because they're trying to keep the weight down, it would just explode right open. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I just I don't know, I think that's really cool. As long as it's unsafe, it's a great way to innovate. It's a great show. Well, you know, it's the old statement: the right stuff is, uh, you know, you're sitting on a rocket however million pounds of thrust built by the lowest bidder yeah you know that's that's the way it was so the fact is we bought a, lost a lot more people with the space I mean, shuttle program than you know we didn't really lose anybody through apollo wasn't the we the, lost the three on the but they were on the ground during a oxygen space yeah that's test, the only people we lost test. yeah those are the only ones we lost because we lost two shuttles right yes so, I mean, it's inherently dangerous. You want to go out in the space, you know, good on you, brother, because I'm not. But well, Have we lost anybody actually in space? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I, not being the expert huh. in that area, I don't, I don't, I think, don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think I we have. So you'd, you'd have to Google, Google that one. I know we've lost people in the process of getting there. Give Google a, a plug. G- G- Google? The Google. Using the Google? Yeah, the Google. So why, why John's going to go ahead and Google, have we lost anybody in space? Did you know TMZ was sold again? Really? Yeah. Take a guess who bought TMZ this time. Uh, the previous owner was Warner Media, okay? Uh, 18 people. 18 people. <laughs> what, lost in space? Was Will Robinson in there? Uh, it says a total of 18 people have lost their lives either well in space or in preparation for a space mission. No, okay. For so, separate incidents. But that's all Russian. So, but that doesn't really answer the question if it's, well, it doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't give us if it's, I'm trying to find out if it was, no, that's re-entry. Uh Trying to find out if it was actually in space space. All right, you keep looking. Everything like, I've found just says Apollo, the Apollo One, when it's Gus yeah. Grissom, Ed Wyatt, and Roger Chaffee. Right, right. That but, was that was them. Unfortunately, but I don't see anything else. Yeah, I don't think there was. I, from what I remember, since I lived yeah, through all of that. Yeah, didn't really specify in the article. Uh, we'll find another article. Before entry. Yeah, it seems like uh, cosmonauts. 
were the ones that yeah died poor guys. in space. Well, here's here's a, a yeah. list of them because they'll say like Victor Pasivyevov, Vladislav Lukol, and you know they there's a ton of cosmonauts on this list. Right. Well, that answers the question, doesn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. And they're, you know, and, and you know, uh, the space race was a real thing back then. It was prestige for whatever country, and the Russians were really trying to do a lot, and they did a lot. Don't, you know, let's not underestimate everything that they did. They did a lot of stuff, but... Well, space station technology yeah. wouldn't be around without them. Yeah, probably not, because they certainly had the first test platform, better than our uh, space lab program. So TMZ was sold to Fox Entertainment. So they, they used to be owned... Uh, by Tom Warner's media parent, AT&T. Isn't that Disney? That. Uh, Fox Entertainment? Might be. Um, so, yeah, so now good old Harvey's lived through another person pur- purchasing his co- company. And uh, now they're going to be on Fox. So it's going to be interesting to see if <clears throat> their angle changes, right? We talk about TMZ being, you know, we talk about a lot of news outlets. If you want to call them news or not, they're kind of. I guess they're entertainment news people, but yeah, I mean, if they always lean a certain way. So now that they're going to be owned by maybe a little more conservative company, really interesting to see if they change their ways. So, Fox yeah. Entertainment is an American television production company owned by the Fox Corporation. The company was formed in 2019 after the Walt Disney's acquisition of 21st Century Fox. Hmm. So we'll see. It is. It is. See, I thought it was a Disney-owned property. It is not. Yeah. No. So good. We got that so answer. Disney doesn't own the world yet. <laughs> yeah, give them a chance. They're trying. But uh, oh yeah, wow. here it is. Uh, divisions of Fox Entertainment, Bento Box Entertainment, Studio Ramsey Global, and TMZ. And TMZ. What is Bento Box Entertainment? But that, they, they uh, were aren't they the, the uh, anime brand, the Crunch, Crunchyroll? Wasn't that part of? See, Crunchyroll, uh, oddly enough, is now owned by Sony. Yeah, I know. Um, Bento Box Entertainment, also known as Bento, is an American animation studio located in North Hollywood, uh, Los Angeles. What have they done? Is there any... Uh, Bob's Burgers, Berkeley out there. Bunch of stuff that I have never heard of. Hmm. Uh, well, there's a I lot of know, stuff I've never heard I of. I tried to watch Bob's Burger. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff would just, just make me hungry. I don't want to. I'm constantly hungry now that I'm on a permanent diet. Yeah. Well, it's a a lifestyle, John. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) That's what they say about meth. Oh. Well, that that becomes its own lifestyle once you start doing that. As long as you stay out of the rain. Yeah. Meth heads stink. Because what? They look up and drown? Pretty much. Are are you looking to get into investing in anything? Uh, Sure. Dogecoin. How about bringing back the woolly mammoth? Yes, yes, I definitely want to be part of that. I mean, you know, the world wouldn't be the same without a, a living woolly mammoth. So they're going to clone it, that, right? right? They're going to clone it. Uh, no, they they cannot clone it. Oh, no cells. That's no. the problem. All right. The goal isn't to clone it because the DNA is still in permafrost and is far too fragmented and degraded. Right. So what they're going to do is kind of like what they did in Jurassic Park, which is hilarious that they're actually doing this shit. But they're going to make an elephant-mammoth hybrid that is going to be basically visually indistinguishable from its its forerunner, which is would be the woolly mammoth. 
Hmm. So they're basically going to make a liger, but for the woolly mammoth. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gee, way to go, Napoleon Dynamite. Well, they do have ligers out there. You know that, right? Yes, I do. It does exist. So, no, really? Yeah. Lion tiger? Yeah, so, liger. Um, yeah. They're pretty awesome, those ligers. They're they're freaking crazy big. They're also, yeah, uh, yeah. They're also all infertile. Yeah, um, that seems to be one of the things with with the cloning process and the, the crossbreed. It's not unusual too when you're trying to get a hybrid to find that that they may not be fertile. Wait, so my car's not going to have a child? No, probably not. Damn. So the <laughs> I, I, interesting I, thing about this is that they're going to try to make it so that they don't have tusk. Well, that's the fun part of it. Why would you? Well, they don't want ivy poachers to be hunting them <laughs> wait a wait wait a minute hold on hold on time out so they, they this so ivory this, poachers because they're going so this is this is really like jurassic park they're gonna have welcome to the wonderful world of woolly mammoths here is mr dna is, is that really what they're planning on doing is having a part full of these things pretty much <laughs> so this is this is where it comes back to uh uh, to have watched too many sci-fi films is this is not going to turn out well this is this is going to be they're either going to become smart mammoths uh, uh or or they're going to run wild and start killing people or going to be like the sci-fi films of the 50s where they're going to react to the nuclear that's uh, right in the air they're going to go large and overtake the world no, i don't know this is that's that by the way that's hilarious Welcome to the wonderful world of Wooly Mammoths. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I just thought it was interesting, especially the way that they're going about it. It's like, you guys just read Jurassic Park and said, I think we can do this. I, I However, I see when, if they succeed, there's going to be, you know, like Angora, like rabbit fur or whatever it is. There's going to be <laughs> Wooly Mammoth fur. Exactly. Get your coat. Everybody wants to wear a Wooly Mammoth coat. Yes, right. it might smell like your dog. Don't worry about it. You know, just stay indoors. I it's, it's so, good. James, how much does it cost to buy a share in this company? <laughs> Fifteen million. Fifteen. Mi I sh I got that in my back pocket. No sweat. <laughs> Fifty million. Well, just, that was the most recent investment. So how much so are they trying I, to raise? A few million. Oh my goodness gracious! You should be able to get a lot of woolly mammoths for fifteen million, <laughs> especially if we're going to make them in the coats. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see it. I can totally see it now. I think but I'm you right. Have to use a Stone Age spear. Okay. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. it's going to be called. Uh, it's going to be called a vintage cut. There you go. It's like going to be. John. See, hey Jen, here's the latest. Here's the latest styling of woolly mammoth clothing. Don't you see? It is a nice dress. It is vintage cut. That's right, vintage. I like that. This, this is, this is how you know it's a. Jeez. Okay. Well, now I'm probably not going to invest in that company. So uh, we've got a ski resort up our near our area up here in Tahoe, Port Pot Tahoe, where our. And we feel we feel for all those folks up there that had problems. Yeah. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Uh, one of the ski resorts that we've been knowing by the name of Squaw Valley Alpine Meadow Ski Resort, which is a very large one up there and been around for a very long time. Was it the former Olympic? Uh, uh, was that that was Incline Village. Oh, Incline, okay. yeah. So Squaw Valley, uh, because the term squaw is considered inappropriate, um, according to indigenous people in the area, they are changing their name. 
Their new name is going to be the Palisades Tahoe. It sounds like a day spa. Welcome uh, to the Palisades Tahoe. Palisades Tahoe. Why why didn't they go with some sort of I like I don't know. Palisades? That doesn't, doesn't really roll off the tongue either. So if you were from Southern California, say the Palisades, you know, you're right outside of Santa Monica in the Santa Monica area, and you're kind of going, what? Why are you calling this that? See, doesn't it sound like some sort of fancy, like 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 spa and tall? Welcome to the Palisades Spa. I I don't know. Why not something like 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 ski related? Something or you know the history of the like, snow at Alpine Village like, or like, Alpine Meadows. Like, I don't. How about like the old Bonanza Ranch, the Bonanza Ski Resort? It's a TV show nobody I remembers. There, I think there was no. A lot of people remember Bonanza, but there used to be a there used to be a Bonanza Ranch there. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Is it gone? I think so. Oh, I could be wrong, but well, I don't, that's supposedly where the show took off from. Is from that. Oh, that spot, Bonanza, that area. Oh, I didn't. That I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all right. But. I don't, I, that's such a stupid name. Well, you that know, the such... word squaw was introduced by Lewis and Clark back in 1805. And I mean, so, I assume they learned it from an Indian. So I'm sorry, a Native American somewhere. And, uh, no, no. First American. Get it again. First. Oh, I can't keep up with it. Is it first American? Stuff? That's, that's the term I'm hearing lately. Or is it indigenous? indigenous? I thought everybody was some, indigenous. Oh, first nation or is it? Yeah. yeah okay. I, I'll get it right. How do Somebody you spell that me. by the way? Which? Squaw. Uh, <laughs> S Q U A W. This is a spelling test. All of a sudden, I had a flashback from elementary school. Spell this <laughs> word. Ah, uh, uh, wait, teacher, I can't remember. Okay, I'll get it out. I promise. Rob, you forgot to use it in a sentence. Uh, okay, now I gotta. <laughs> no, because it's inappropriate. I can't use it now, teacher. Sorry. I'm just trying to figure out, like, if there, if I can find anything where the genesis of the word is. So it's uh, the uh, word the, accepted to be a racist and sexist slur. So you got two bones of contention with that term. So according to Wikipedia, the bastion of all knowledge, it says the English word squaw is, ethni is ethnic and sexual slur. Mm, yeah. Historically used for indigenous North American women. Contemporary term used by non-native is considered offensive. The hmm. word is not used among Native American. So what, do they have a word? I know this is stupid, but I've never I, actually, I, th I always thought it was. I will have to ask my indigenous friends if they if they have a, a term. I'll ask them. I, I'm, I'm super curious because I actually don't know the answer because I always thought that was their word, to be honest. I, but that's their. Well, you know, I, I got I to gotta figure out where, where Lewis and Clark get it from. And, right, they yeah. they didn't make it up themselves. And I forgive me, and forgive me for saying they're like all of a sudden all Native Americans are the same group and same tribe. They're ooh yeah, hundreds. There. Of, there were thousands of different little tribes scattered through North America. That's right, and most of them had casinos. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a but, joke. I was being funny. But, but don't forget, those are only the tribes that are, that signed treaties. The other ah. the other tribes that didn't get treaties, they don't exist. Or they all have all the oil. That ladies, was taken about, ladies and gentlemen, the old guy officially apologizes <laughs> to you, the audience. All his Absolutely. comments do not are not solely do not reflect the, the the heart and soul of the Mad Trio podcast, old guy tech TV, real flicks reviews, and whatever show we we haven't done it. Yeah, no, I apologize. I, I, see, there's a problem. I could never be a comedian. Uh, comic anymore simply because you can't talk about anything no you could be a comic you could your shtick would be the most hated comic in america 
Oh, oh, like the seven, well, the, the seven uh, forbidden. You could come up with a bit like the seven forbidden word. You could just steal George Carlin's bit, but instead of cussing, you could just use highly offensive material. Yeah, apparently, huh? Like Sky Waitress. Sky, what? What's a Sky Waitress? A stewardess. Oh, <laughs> and you talk about me. I didn't even know what that meant. Well, it's because nobody has thought about that since the 60s. Let's, oh, Lord. Let's be honest. The first time I heard that, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. I just got hit with an idea that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Never mind. Leishman, his idea does not reflect old guy tech TV. But I... I Wait a minute. The studio's named after me. I'm offended by the old guy stuff. You named it. You, can't, you cannot be offended on your behalf. It. It's all my fault. I'm going to sue myself. Good luck with that. Yeah. I know, I, a theory, I know a good lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Nobody likes a lawyer until they're your lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. And well, they have to be a good lawyer too. Well, hopefully. I don't know bad lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I know a number of very good lawyers. I know some lawyers that are now judges. Oh my God, I can't say that. You're old. I am. <sighs> We're back to the low energy show. Yeah. Well, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of, uh, winding down here on the low energy version of the 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 mad trio podcast um i didn't even think of your name <laughs> the name of the show yeah i'm 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 running out of energy uh, yeah normally we have a lot more material today Th this week has been a little strange there's so. oh there has been a result we talked about this a long time ago about epic versus apple epic game versus apple mm. oh um, yeah the lo they lost apple lost a lawsuit didn't they it was. I would or say it was fifty. They lost 50. something because their stocks tanked for a it bit. It was the they the they could bypass. I guess some people were allowed to bypass the thirty percent take Apple takes. Like part of the disagreement was every transaction on, on for Epic people spend on Epic Games. Apple they required to give Apple thirty percent of whatever transaction, and I guess they bypassed that. One of the things they were bitching about was, uh, if I remember correctly, how Apple's um, app store is a walled garden. There's no real way to sideload apps. At least the U.S. judge, if I remember correctly, basically said it's not a, it, it, it's not it is, but it isn't a monopoly. Um, in Apple's case, I actually think not being able to sideload is a blessing, but there's issues that I have with that too. Like I don't like the fact there's no Wi-Fi sniffers. <coughs> So correct me if I'm, I'm incorrect on this. I'd have to get an Apple expert probably. But but does Apple owns all the rights to everything in their iPhones. Their iPhones, their operating system. The hardware. The hardware, the software. It's all I mean, that. they own everything. So in an essence, they're you know, if they're letting third party developers in for thirty percent, it's probably not a bad deal. Yeah, I mean, but at, at, at part of this, I think, was Epic Games, you know, made a shit ton of money from Fortnite. And I think they saw the fact that they weren't getting that massive cut. Um, I mean, it, but it's not it's not exactly the AOL conversation either. I mean, when AOL was just getting you to the destination there, they Apple creates the destination, makes, you know, you buy the destination, you go to the, de you know, so I don't know. Mm. I don't. I'm I'm kind of confused by it. I don't I know I don't get. It. I mean I understand not wanting to give Apple thirty percent take, but on the other hand, if if they're letting pay the play, yeah. If you're if they're I, letting within you within your universe, you yeah, 
That's my thoughts, the way I would look at it. Now, apparently there are other countries that have sued Apple for it about um, the walled garden, about not being able to sideload, stuff like that. Yeah, the EU's got their own thing going with Apple that they're not happy with as well. So every area looks at it a little bit different. I would, I don't know. I'm okay, but not okay with not being able to sideload. Not that I would do it. Um, the interesting thing is the Oculus Quest allows you to quasi-sideload. So I don't understand why Apple doesn't figure out a way to sandbox sideload stuff. You know, so it's not infecting. Like the problem with Android is you can sideload stuff if you don't know what you're doing and you would screw up your phone. I, I'm assuming there's a way to sandbox the sideload so it can't access you know, mission critical systems. I, I, you know, I understand uh, Apple's... The, the reason why Apple's looking at it like they're looking at it is because they're responsible for basically making sure the phone works. And every time you break it, so to speak, you know, you load an app that isn't Apple approved or isn't Apple, yeah. okay, right? And you break you break it in some way. Who who do you call? You call tech support for Apple. Now what's Apple going to say? I'm sorry you loaded this game, you know, call them. Well, all of a sudden you're back into that whole problem, that whole cycle of who's responsible for what. So I do understand why Apple takes the position they take. I mean, the reality is they've got millions and millions and millions and millions of phones out there. And not everything works as advertised, even those approved on Apple's app, you know, store. And sometimes there's issues. And so to reduce those amount of issues, um, Apple takes the stance they do. And I totally understand it. And I also think it eliminates a bunch of headaches. I mean, Apple does get spyware. I don't know if they get viruses as easy as Android. Because let's, let's be honest, the Android is the Windows of phone operating systems. That's the best. Well, it's open source, so you really don't know what you're getting. Well, open source has its good and bad thing. I, I don't get when me the, wrong. I'm not arguing that, but is the entire source code of Android completely open? So, it's a little like the Red Hat argument. It, I, my understanding is, you so know, it's a, so it's forked. Yeah. So you know, you develop whatever you develop, and that portion is actually yours. And I guess you can copyright it. I guess, but parts of it, the basic part of the Android operating system, excuse me, the basic part of the Android operating system is open source. That's my understanding. So it's the Amazon Fire operating system, which is technically Android, but since they forked it, right. it's tech. Oh, okay, so it's an open closed type. That's of my that's my understanding. There may be more tech savvy so people. James, you're the Android user. What do you think? And there we have it from an Android user. Nothing. Yeah, I, I, just, Sorry. I just don't care. <laughs> I don't want to pay for an Apple because Apple rips you off on just all the little micromanaging shit. Uh, and then on top of that, I've used an Android ever since I've been buying phones. So that, I'm not going to switch and try to figure out other shit. Well, there you go. That makes perfect That's sense really to me. I'm at. And yeah. I don't really use all the open sourcing shit with my Android because I don't really care that much. I just want my phone to work to be able to text, play games, cruise the internet. That's it. I, I don't need excessive shit to use my phone. So open source, closed source, as long as it works, it works. So that's where I'm at. I, I can see it now before you know it. James is going to have a flip phone again, which by the way, I've known multiple people who have traveled back to the land of yesteryear and now use flip phones. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you is flip phones are going to come back. Just watch me. And I'm hoping for, I'm hoping rotary phones come back. I, I'm probably dreaming on that. So ladies and gentlemen, for the old guy, a fat man and the California pariah, as always, 
Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> In three, two, one. Welcome to the Mad Trio podcast.